Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Tuesday morning. We've got all your NBA action covered from Monday that you're going to need for today. I'm Zach Harper, joined by Black Trey with Rob Lopez plugging plays into the trade machine. Coming up on today's Daily Ding, Pistons surprise the Nuggets. LeVar Ball is trying to move his son to Phoenix, and Danny Ainge still wants the Pelicans to take it slow with Anthony Davis. But first, hey, remember the number two pick in the draft, Marvin Bagley III? He's pretty good. Kings 127, Spurs 112 in Sacramento. Big night for Bagley off the bench as the Kings were too much for the Spurs in the second half. Bagley finished with 24 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 blocks in 31 minutes off the bench. Had a ridiculous 360 dunk on an alley-oop. Darren Fox, 20 points, 6 assists, 6 rebounds. Buddy Heald at 18 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Uh, big game for the bench just in general. Harry Giles had 11 points and 6 rebounds in 15 minutes. Yogi Farrell had 19 points in 17 minutes. Didn't miss a shot. He was 7 of 7 from the field able to outlast the Spurs who didn't shoot the three ball. Well, they were, uh, I think like nine of 30 from downtown. LaMarcus Aldridge had 22 points, uh, 24 points for DeMar DeRozan, uh, trade a big, nice game for Bagley, which he's been a little bit forgotten. Like in the Luka Doncic hype and the Jaron Jackson hype, Deandre Aiden, like everyone's getting talked about except for Bagley. He's secretly been pretty good, man. That's Drew league bags right there, man. That's the bags I've been bragging about for, for, for almost a year. And he finally is, you know, coming along and figuring out the league. You know, obviously he thought he was going to come in and just destroy and had a learning curve early um, and also staying healthy. Um, I think the Kings are back to the Kings. Kings. Uh, yeah, they might be the Kings. They were actually absolutely fun with De'Aaron Fox running, becoming a blur. I'm still not jiggy with the Danielson uh, headband. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like this is one of my favorite teams to watch on League Pass. Yeah, then the Kings, the Kings, the Kings, however you want to call them, half game back behind the Clippers for the eighth seed. You know, for a long time we've been waiting for them to kind of be the Kings again and and maybe fall off a little bit. And they're good. Like they keep winning. They'll go through a couple of lulls, but they'll bounce right back. Like the resiliency of this team is pretty incredible. Uh, Dave Yeager's been coaching the coaching his ass off, and um, I really think like. I don't know that they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to fall out of this playoff race, Trey. Like, I think they can be just as competitive as a lot of these teams. It may just end up being a numbers game where, you know, good teams get squeezed out by the end of the season. But this, this Kings team's legit. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm looking forward to them seeing if they can possibly unload Zebo and maybe another veteran guy and just kind of move forward. Um, but I like I like the culture rebrand that they've done. I mean, I know it only took uh, 13 lottery picks. But- <laughs> right. But we're here, so uh, I'm I'm grateful. Yeah, we're here. Uh, yeah, the, you know, just a just a quick little twelve, thirteen year jaunt from uh, being a good team to being a good team again. But they did finally figure it out. And as much crap as we've give given Vivek, as much crap as we given Vladi, like they they've they finally put together a team. And I think Jaeger Jaeger's the key to that because instead of trying to fit all these guys into what he wanted to do. He kind of just adapted to what his roster is. They're like, all right, buddy, Hill, you're going to be our shooter. You're going to be our scorer. Hey, De'Aaron, you get to play at the speed you want to play at. We're going to run. We're going to you know, be fun. And they, they have some issues defensively. They have a couple of offensive issues here and there. But for the most part, like it, it sounds cliche, but they just don't, they don't give up. Like they don't get deterred by, by bad stretches. Yeah, absolutely. Reminds me of uh, the current Denver Nuggets as of, uh, as of late. Oh, that's a good call. I like that. Yeah. Um, the Spurs, on the other hand, 
they still struggle on the road. They're dominant at home, 22 and seven at home, but they dropped to 10 and 16 on the road. Anything to worry about? They had just won five in a row. Um, they were hot for a while. And then went in Bill of a lull. Uh, this starts a long road trip, this game. So they have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight road games uh, in a row. And that's going to be broken up by the all-star break. But they, this team is on the road for a long time. Um, do you think the Spurs can, can kind of persevere through this? They they're so they're at Kings tonight. They were at, they're going to at warriors at blazers at jazz uh, at Grizzlies all-star break. And then they're at Raptors at Knicks at nets. I want them to go get Torian Prince. Ooh, I like that idea. You know, once they can go do that, then I think that, you know, they kind of add that that new breath of fresh air. I think he can be a balance of playing defense and uh, a perimeter uh, shot. He shot well tonight, um, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Um, but I think that they just need that kind of book, that, that, that pretty much the push. Um, yeah. But in Spurs fashion, they're doing what they can with uh, what they have. They're not complaining. They're getting it done. They lost two guards early. You know, guys are banged up and guys are stepping up. So, um, I can't bash pops pops teams too much. No, man, they figured it out ever since they kind of figured out their, you know, the way they were going to play defense and the way that the point guards were going to play defense without Dejounte Murray there. They've been they've been really good, and they're back to being the Spurs. All right, everybody, listen up. Join us for the back to back Wednesday challenge on FanDuel. You go to FanDuel.com slash B2B. You sign up for an account. You deposit $5. FanDuel's going to match that $5. So now you got 10 bucks in your account and you get to play with B2B listeners every single Wednesday. Win the FanDuel challenge, the back-to-back Wednesday challenge. You get to come on the mailbag, join us. You get to ask questions, answer questions, chop it up with us. Jade doesn't know how to kick you off the, the call anyway, so you can stay as long as you want, really. So you just go to FanDuel.com slash B2B, sign up, deposit money, play with B2B listeners, and win. Okay, let's get to the news tray from Monday that you're going to need for Tuesday. Uh, we got more Lakers-Pelicans negotiations. It is now being reported the Lakers are offering Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, and two first-round picks. And the twist, they're willing to give a little bit of salary cap relief to the Pelicans by taking on Solomon Hill's bad contract. From ESPN, so far the Lakers have felt the conversations with New Orleans have been one-sided, and they're growing increasingly pessimistic about the Pelicans' willingness to deal with them. Uh, that's according to Ramona Shelburne of ESPN. Uh, it does seem like uh, clutch sports is really trying to spin this stuff right now because they, li- they leaked a list of teams uh, that AD would be willing to resign with that. Those teams were Milwaukee, the Clippers and the Knicks, by the way, none of those teams have anything that they can trade for Anthony Davis to make a package worthwhile. So I think it was kind of a, a hope of like, Hey, see, we're, we're showing you there are other options, but then you can't make a trade with those options. So you might as well deal with us, the Lakers. Yeah. I mean, Oh man, poor Lakers. I don't even feel bad for the Pelicans. Cause at this point, you know, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. You know, they got to make the best for it. I mean, I, I wouldn't trade anybody. I would just pack the shit in and just make it really, really sad for the entire <laughs> team. And just, you know, just make everybody miserable about it. Cause like you don't give everybody what they want, especially somebody that has committed to a contract. Um, and you don't have to give the players what they want, you know, right. let him play out his contract. And if he chooses to walk, so be it. Um, but also don't accept any bad contracts, you know, like, I mean, pretty much if, you know, like, I mean, if they can dump Solomon Hill, Solomon Hill was probably one of the worst deals that they signed. No shade to that man. 
he's the first uh, first guy in Black History Month to wear a do-rag while playing in the NBA basketball. <laughs> Respect to him. Uh, also from uh, from this whole thing, Boston still telling the Pelicans, hey, just wait till the summer. We got you. We got your back. Like, just wait till the summer. We want to pair Anthony Davis and Kyrie Irving together. Everyone else is available. Um, it feels like Danny Age is going to completely lowball them if he waits to the summer. Uh, the greatest bluff in America. I think that this, this Lakers-Celtics rivalry is still strong. And it's like, you know what? I'm not going to make the Lakers richer. Let me dangle what I have and lure the Pelicans and see if I can get their attention to get them to hold Pat by Thursday. Yeah, and if you stop them from dealing with the Lakers, like that's a win for the Celtics. I think it'll work. I think it will too. I don't. I don't think there's any reasons the reason the Pelicans should deal. So Andy what Davis is the Lakers' forward. plan B? Is my question. Bradley Bill. Oh man, I, I, I really. I think they'll go try to sign Kawhi. They'll try to sign Butler if Kawhi. But I'm saying long this time. season, do they pack it in? Do they go sign Carmelo and J.R. Smith? Do yeah, they, yeah. I mean, they probably bring in like a Melo or J.R. Smith just oh, to like. Man, I can't wait for the meme team. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be phenomenal. Oh, by the way, one more thing out of this, uh, LeVar balls back. He wants Lonzo to be traded to the Suns. He doesn't want him to be traded to the Pelicans. So he's hoping a three team deal can happen where Lonzo ends up in Phoenix. This is just, he looked on Google maps. was like, Oh, Phoenix is close, right? <laughs> Man, we listen, triple B's, triple B's baby. If we had triple B's in Phoenix, I'm pulling up to every game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting, oh, I'm yeah. with the Phoenix, the Phoenix, uh, triple B. Triple B's, Absolutely. Baby. And then, uh, and then one more little bit of Anthony Davis news. He has been cleared to practice from this finger injury. He missed seven games, uh, but it's unclear if he'll actually return to the court for the Pelicans. Uh, it would clear him to be able to play in the all-star game, but that's probably, this is my thought. If he gets picked by LeBron, the Pelicans will say, no, you can't play in the all-star game. You're injured. And then if he doesn't get picked by LeBron, if he's on Giannis's team, they'll be like, yeah, go ahead, go play, play your heart out. Alvin Gentry was asked, he said he's been cleared to practice, so he'll practice. Uh, he was asked if he'll play once he's ready. Gentry repeated to to everybody that he's been cleared to practice and said uh, when he was asked if, if he's authorized to make the decision as to when Anthony Davis will play, he said, I don't make those decisions. I was told that he was cleared to practice. That's what I know. Uh, is there any chance he ever plays another minute for the Pelicans? I think he does. If, if nothing gets done by Thursday, I think he just, you know, he's, to bring it back. he's a pro. Yeah. I mean, I hate that he's being used as a pawn in this situation, but Hey, he's a big pawn. Um, I mean, as far as fantasy basketball and NBA 2k and other things, we definitely would love a trade to happen. Yeah. But I just don't think it's really going to go down. Yeah. Don't forget to start up those associations with the Mavericks, man. <laughs> now, that you got, now you got Luca and Kristaps together, right? For the next twenty years, got to do it. Next twenty years—that's what Mark Cuban wants. So uh, twenty seems like a long time. Let's just start with ten. See, see if they get there. All right, everybody. Less than a month until the Boston Live Show, Saturday, March second, at the end of the Sloan Analytics Conference at the Middle East in Boston. Tickets are on sale. We got a few tickets left. VIP sold out, but plenty of uh, general admission available as we uh, as we start filling this place up. You can get your tickets uh, through the Count the Things Twitter page or Jade Hoy's Twitter page. Just go uh, go to either of those. We got the Ticket Fly information in there. Uh, again, March second, Saturday, March second end of the Sloan Analytics Conference at the Middle East in Boston. Come hang out with us. Have a good time. It's always a great show. All right, let's get to the rest of the games from Monday night. 
Pistons 129, Denver Nuggets 103 in Detroit. The Pistons snap a six-game win streak for the Nuggets. Uh, it was just the fifth time this season that Denver lost by double digits. No Paul Millsap, no Jamal Murray, no Gary Harris in this game. It allowed Andre Drummond to be a monster. 27 points, 12 rebounds, six on the offensive boards, three assists, three blocks. Blake Griffin with 17 points, seven rebounds, four assists, but only needed to play 23 minutes because of this game. Big game for uh, the Pistons bench. Stanley Johnson, 21 points in 25 minutes. Langston Galloway, 18 points in 25 minutes. Luke Kennard had 14 points, four rebounds, four assists, 60 total points for the Pistons bench in this game uh, for the Nuggets. Nikola Jokic, not a great game. 16 points, three rebounds, four assists. Trey Lyles had 20 points off the bench. Mason Plumley got the start in place of Paul Millsap, had 15 points, 11 rebounds, six assists. Uh, nothing to worry about if you're if you're Denver. They're missing three starters and on the road. Uh, but a nice win for the Pistons, who are still trying to get that eight seed in the East. Hawks 137, Wizards 129 in our nation's capital. Hawks win again in their last 24 games, Trey. They are 12 and 12. This Hawks team is, is kind of decent. Uh, especially after this one, nine, nine different players for the Hawks in double figures. They hit 23s as a team. Trey young did not hit many of those threes. He had a rough shooting night, just two of 13 from the field, one of six from deep, but he did have 10 points, 10 assists. Torian Prince led the Hawks with 21 points. John Collins, 15 and 11 in just 17 minutes. He left the game at half with a cut on his face. Did not return. Amari Spellman had 16 points and 10 rebounds off the bench. Bradley Beal led the wizards of 27, some good games out of the wizards. Trevor Reese had 25, Jeff Green at 26, Jordan McRae had 20. Green and McRae both coming off the bench with their efforts. But uh, Wizards continue to lose at home because that's just what this Wizards team is at this point. And then Bucks 113, Nets 94 in Brooklyn. Too much Giannis. 30 points, 15 rebounds, 9 assists, 3 blocks for the Greek Freak. Malcolm Brogdon at 16 points, 8 rebounds. Eric Bledsoe all over the place. 15 points, 5 assists, 5 steals. Uh, Bucks just completely shut down the Nets offense. Nets shot 32.4% from the field, just five of 42 from deep. Shabazz Napier uh, had 15 points on 15 shots, but was 0 of 10 from downtown. D'Angelo Russell, 18 points on 20 shots. Uh, Trey, for the for the Bucks in this one, look, I know I've been on the Bucks thing this whole time. Some people think I'm annoying about it, but they do have the best record of the East. They do have the best net rating and point differential in the league. Like, we got to take this team seriously. Yeah, I mean, I like the culture change that uh, Bud has brought over there and got all those guys to buy in and pick up from where they left off last year. Um, and then also, you know, guys like DJ and and uh, other reserves are stepping in and, and doing their part. So um, I like the culture of the Bucks. I mean, I won't get too crazy about it and say that they're going to win anything, but um, it reminds me of that Toronto Raptors team of, uh, of, of the past two, three seasons. So. Um, yeah, kudos to Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a great city and they deserve it. Pacers 109, Pelicans 107 in New Orleans. Pacers grab a much needed win, won their second straight game after losing four straight uh, after this Oladipo injury. 22 points, six assists for Darren Collison. DeMontis Sabonis had 16 points, 13 rebounds off the bench. Miles Turner had a tough shooting night, but did end up with 15 points, nine rebounds, three blocks. Another big game for Jaleel Okafor 25 points and 13 rebounds. Drew Holiday had a nice game with 19 points. 11 rebounds, 9 assists. Uh, Check Diallo with 12 points and 14 rebounds off the bench. Uh, 18 points for Ian Clark off the bench. But the Pacers able to grind out another victory. They can kind of stay afloat a little bit, and that's just what you can hope that they do in this game. And then uh, 
Trey, James Harden still can't be stopped. 118 for the Rockets, 110 for the Suns in Phoenix. James Harden, 44 points, eight rebounds, six assists, three steals. He's 15 of 26 from the field, five of 13 from deep, nine of 11 from the free throw line. His 27th straight game with at least 30 points. During this 27 game stretch, He's averaging 42 points, eight rebounds, 7.9 assists per game. Uh, I, what, I, I don't even know what to say at this point about him anymore. Like when are teams going to start using his kryptonite? And, we and do eight strippers at the game. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, you might as like, well like. You need to start sitting the strippers behind the basket. Trust okay. me. Like strip club Martin, it's not a myth. See, this is what I think, Trey, is I don't think you put him behind the basket. I think you put him on the on the in the front row on the side. That way he's not looking at the basket. He gets his eyes away from it. Right. There are no strippers in the building. God bless. And man, especially when you're in Phoenix, you got you got an abundance of them. You got to you got to get them in there. Chris Paul had uh, 18 points, five rebounds, four assists, five steals in this game. Kenneth Farid, another good game for the Rockets. 17 points, 14 rebounds for the Suns. Uh, Josh Jackson led the Suns with 25 points. Kelly Oubre had 23 off the bench. DeAndre Ayton had 15 points, 11 rebounds. Uh, Devin Booker, 19.7 rebounds, five assists. But once again, James Harden, just too much. Chris Paul gave us an amazing gift, by the way, too. We needed that. Got a coach. Oh, it, we, yeah, it's good to have him back just for stuff like that. I mean, if he plays well, that's great. But we really, we, we need, we just need the content. All right, let's get to line of the night. I say we've got four good options here, Trey. Uh, James Harden, 44 points, eight rebounds, six assists, three steals in the win over Phoenix. Andre Drummond, 27 points, 12 rebounds, three assists, three blocks in the win over Denver. Giannis, 30, 15, nine, and three blocks in the win over Brooklyn. Marvin Bagley, the third, 24 points, 12 rebounds, four assists, three blocks in the win over the Spurs. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to stick with strip club Harden. Man. Uh, it's hard to go. It's hard to go against. Yeah, gonna, betting, betting against the, betting against the beard is just, just, it, just it's not a wild. bad. It's a bad idea at this not point. Uh, no. I, while I recognize the greatness of strip club Harden right now, uh, I will go Marvin Bagley the third. He had a great game. I'm I'm hoping he gets a little bit of a hype train going, uh, especially in the second half of the season because I I really like the way he's playing lately. Make sure you like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Count the Ding. Subscribe to the Back to Bad Podcast. Uh, we got new basketball buds today on Tuesday. We got Nerd She Wrote on Thursday. It's probably going to be a special mail or a special uh, trade deadline edition. Of course, we got the mailbag on Friday. Go subscribe to Black Opinions Matter Monday. Uh, you can find that on all podcast platforms subscribe rate review to that as well as the daily ding which is this podcast and the rest of the back-to-back network kian fahey's nfl pod the interceptable house of strauss pack your knives all that good stuff uh get ready for the trade deadline hit those trade machines thanks for waking up with us eat your egos take your medicine do all this stuff trey hit us with it ding ding